Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Slee, get your, uh, I know you don't keep a calendar that you keep it between your ears, yeah. but uh, this may may be the exception of the rule for you. Laker preseason schedule's out. Preseason schedule is out, and a couple, a uh, couple Vegas, yeah, going back out to Las Vegas. You got Phoenix and Minnesota in Vegas on yep. the fifth and sixth of October. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Taylor, this is a good. They play Sacramento twice on the third and fourteenth of October, and they got a couple. Uh, they got one up in San Francisco, one up in Sacramento, and then a handful at uh, Crypto. No San Wolves. Diego for you, Slee. No. No, San Sorry, Diego buddy. got canceled, bro. Sorry, man. San Diego got canceled. They should hold it. There's got to be a nice. What's I don't the, think they had another one since since the water incident. What's the gym situation at Granite Hills High School? Could they host the Lakers? Their um, October is right in the middle of the Wrestling basketball season. and volleyball, <laughs> so it's not available. All right. Well, that's not going to work. Maybe head out to El Cajon, an alternate uh, venue. How is your lower back right now? I feel great. I'm already sore. I'm. You know what? I'm going to crush it today. I know you are. Yep. I, I'm going to crush the move. I'm going to crush the uh, yeah. the lunch we're going to have. I've got a couple of errands. I believe that I'm going the to lunch. Run. I believe and that part. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to Taylor's music tonight. I'm going to see Taylor's band, the Country Cartel, mm-hmm. not the Country Critters, which I would still want to say. But I'm ready for it. We you have going to uh, Vegas. You should go to those Vegas games. What are those? Fifth and sixth of October. I wish uh, I like how you say that. Like I'm determining whether just go. I'm going out to Vegas. Bring or your comrex. Set it up at the uh, you know Excalibur. The, yeah, Excalibur on the strip. <laughs> you just see, there you go. Open up like a guitar case and just you'll do Laker pre and post for nickels. What's think, your what's your wife? As people idea. are going by, what's your hot Wi-Fi? Spot. Yeah, what's your hotspot? I need a hotspot. Yeah, I like it. Put, open up your comrex case. Put a couple of if bucks. I'm in there. outside of Caesars. Can I use their Wi-Fi? Probably. Okay. Just bring your phone. Use it as a hotspot. You're ready to go. I think you should do. I think I, I want Slee in Vegas. I want oh, to see those things. You that'd used to do that. Yeah, we used to, literally every single year. We used to have. Uh, we used to have our, but they, they never played two games out there. It's interesting. They got two games back to back. I'm sure the station will be doing something out there. It's uh, it, it it's coming up quicker than you think, right? So it feels like they just ended. The NBA season is still taking place, and yet here's the well, preseason here, schedule. here's what's funny. So last year, the Lakers were eliminated. I think it was June 1st. Yeah, because the schedule was still weird. June 1st, 2nd, something like that. They were just eliminated. So they've had 50 days off, and now would be when your actual offseason starts. No, you'd still have to do a, an hour and a half of pre and post on uh, preseason games, or do you get a little bit of a break on that? I think it's buck fifteen. About fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> negotiating it down. No, I think that's what I think that's. Oh, what that's it is. what it. Did that's you what used to do been. an hour and a half? I think so. I think it was ninety minutes before. Don't, don't tell anybody. And then, uh, hey, Burke, <laughs> just on that Laker calendar, carve out an extra fifteen minutes for Slee along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Charles Barkley was on with uh, Dan Patrick this morning, mm-hmm. and most of this I agree with. And then there's a part of it that's like, say what now, Charles? If, if one of your coaches is close to the same age as your players, your team not going to be any good anyway. I mean, the Lakers, they got a serious dilemma on their hands. 
I mean, their best player is going to be 40. You know, Anthony Davis has never been healthy. And, you know, obviously, Russ is going to be there one more year. So what's really bad about the situation, next year is going to be the same as this year. Okay, the LeBron argument, the Anthony Davis argument. The basketball the argument. Westbrook yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You have my full attention. First of all, Darvin Ham is the same age as Frank Vogel, basically. That Darvin 48 Hamm, years old. Yeah, it's not like Darvin Ham's 19 and coached JV basketball at Arcadia High last year. He's a 50-year-old he man. experience? Maybe, but that's not what he said. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's talking about, you know, lack of experience. But what he said was you can't have a coach that's the same age. as Sean McVay seemed to do all right. Eric Spolster seemed to do all right. That's the, that has nothing to do with whether or not he's going to be a good coach or not. I'm trying to understand his argument there because we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Um, there's a lot of positive momentum about the hire. And, and listen, we also we don't have a this sample of remember when Darvin Ham was with the Hawks and he head coached them for four years. We don't have anything. So I think there's some excitement of, because of the unknown. But I'm confused why he's tying the two together. Darvin Ham could be a potentially a really good coach in the NBA. Um, his first gig with the Lakers is going to be very unique because this is not a, hey, here's the runway. Two years, don't worry about it. Just start showing improvements. That's not how it is. It's We need we obviously need results right away. That's but the age thing has nothing ask. to do with it. Yeah, I, I, I think the age thing is crazy. But when, when, you, when you laid it you out like that. You think it's unfair? Yeah, I do. Because the team's not good. It's not like two years ago, mm-hmm. right? There, there were circumstances that lead you to believe, hey, listen, we got bad. We had some bad luck. AD went down at the worst possible time. LeBron was dealing with some nagging stuff. We, we, just, we, we, we didn't get healthy in time, and then he got, we got beat by the Suns. who were pretty good. It, bad luck. To come back the next year, if you decide to make a coaching change then and say, hey, let's, let's run this back and let's go do it, and you said, hey, listen, we gotta, we got to hit this thing fast. You do not have mm-hmm. a long runway to get up to, board, uh, up to speed. I would say, okay, this team was, was 16 games under 500 yeah. with a guy making $47 million who doesn't want to be here, who they'd really probably rather not have if everybody's being honest. Your second best player has a giant question mark with his health. And your very best player is entering year number 20. To ask that guy, and you don't know who the other nine guys in the team are going to be, to say to that guy, Hey, you've never been a head coach. Come do it at the Lakers. And oh, by the way, get really close to the finals or better than that. That's an unfair ask. So I, I think it just depends on what the expectations are. Because are those not the expectations? I don't know how realistic. Let, let's just let's just kind of look at this for a quick second. So Darvin Ham's coming into his first season as head coach in the NBA. If the Lakers, if the Lakers played 500 basketball next year, would that be a disappointment? Yes, it would be. Well, okay, hold on a second. Before I answer so quickly, mm-hmm. yes in the sense that from what people want to see, yep. but in reality, yep. I mean, I think if they were around 500, a little bit better than that, that might be about where they are. So I, I, I'm just going to give my – I think it would be a disappointment. However, that could very likely sure. be what happens. Um, put aside the you're coming into – it's not like last year for the Lakers – they were 10 games over 500, and Darvin Ham came to be the coach of the Lakers, and all of a sudden now you're below 500. They dug themselves such a hole last year, 16 games below. They don't even make the playing tournament. My expectations for Darvin Ham, by the time you get to the regular season, what's the roster look like? Is Russ still on the team? 
Because if it's pretty much the exact same team. Odds are it will be. And if Anthony Davis is kind of in and out of the lineup. Odds are he will be. Even if you're a fantastic first-year coach in Darvin Ham, can a lot of it change? Maybe some of it can. Make it, maybe you can improve a little bit. But I don't think, you know, when sometimes you know what you're signing up for. Darvin Ham knows he's signing up for I the Los Angeles Lakers gig. But I also think there's people out there that understand Hey, this could very easily just be another 500 season or below 500 season. You're asking him to run a race starting, you know, if, you're, if we're running a mile. Yeah, everybody's running a mile, but you have you to run to a, do mile a mile and a, and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I guess I got a chance it could happen if I'm really, really fast. But the point is you're, you're putting me in a position where if – a hundred things in a row don't break exactly right. If any one of these things break, much less two or three or four, we're Here, right here's, back where we were. Here's where I think expectations could change. And when I say could change, don't get me wrong. I know there's expectations coming into the season, even if it's the same roster. But where I think some of it can change is if they said, you know what, screw it. We're freaking flipping this pick. THT, you're gone. Russ, you're out of here. You get a couple role players. Now you're kind of putting together a team that you feel like complements LeBron and Anthony Davis. AD is playing 70 games next year. Now it's a completely different conversation. But looking at it today, there's, they still got a long way to go. It's funny that you said, you know, the, the Russell piece of it all, that if he's on the team. Charles Barkley said, well, he's going to be back for another year. I want you to listen to Draymond, who on his podcast – was uh, was talking about Russell Westbrook as well. And and he's talking about Darvin Ham and why he thinks he might have a chance to communicate with him effectively. But it's almost an assumption to listen to Charles and to listen to Draymond Green right yeah. here that he's going to be back. Like, what's he going to do with the roster and uh, Russell Westbrook and blah, blah, blah. What I know he's going to do is whatever he thinks is absolute best for that team. What I know he's going to do is build a relationship with Russell Westbrook and be able to understand Russell Westbrook and be able to relate to Russell Westbrook. That's what I know he's going to do. Why? Because he's from Saginaw, and that's what we do. We figure it out. What needs to be done, that's what we're going to do. That's that's great. And, and maybe, maybe hopefully Draymond has a crystal ball and it's working perfectly, and that's exactly how it breaks down. But listening to Charles, listening to Draymond, mm -hmm. and, and, and I – I'm starting to buy the poker. I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to buy the idea of, hey, listen, they're actually going to play with him. They're not going to attach a pick. They're not going to attach a player. That they're willing to go run this thing back again with him because Draymond Green has no skin in the game to pretend that he's going to be there. Charles really – Charles is no, going to shoot both, you straight. Actually, both of those guys are incredibly yeah. honest of their opinion. Yeah, and yep. that they're just talking about, hey, look, they're going to have to find a way to, to communicate with Russ. They're going to have to find a way to, to connect with him. And, and figure out what works best for the team. Have we just automatically assumed that he's going to be here now? Let, let, me, let me paint this for you. And th this, is what's, this is what's at stake this upcoming season. Okay, What's at stake is LeBron in his 20th year in the NBA. I point out 20th year because, Trav, that window, whether we like it or not, it's going to get smaller and smaller. It already is. Bron's window is going to get smaller and smaller. You're going to tell me Bron going into his 20th season, okay? Anthony Davis, we'll see what happens as far as how much PT that he gets or not, uh, uh, how available he is. Sure. Um, a fan base that was really sold something last year, and none of it, you know, obviously uh, played out. Didn't work. Jeannie Buss talking about, remember she did that interview with Plaschke, and it was the not getting playoff games, mm -hmm. right? You're spending this much money and everything else. I'm sure you're thinking in your head, we're going to get some playoff games. We're going to sell out Crypto.com Arena. Take all of these, all these factors, and you were just kind of painting the picture about Russ. 
You're going to tell me they're going to stop at a 2027 pick? I, I wouldn't think so. I, I really wouldn't, but... Maybe look. they will. Listen, may, maybe they will. May, or You think it's more likely that it's the assets or it's we don't think we can make a trade that whatever we get back, now that. we feel I, like that, we're, we're, in, we're I, in competition. I, I, I think it's the second thing. I, it's not that they're unwilling to do it. I think it's... We'd be willing to do it if we thought it might push us over the top or get us close to or, it. Or, hey, we're back. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's, well, we could we could shuffle some stuff around here, but we're still not good enough to beat the Warriors, to beat the Suns, to beat the Mavericks, to beat whoever else you want to put in the Western Conference. Clippers, but Denver, Memphis. T- take your pick. Go down the list. Right? That we, okay, we can add Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald. Okay, are we better than those teams? Maybe they look at us and say, no. So why? why take know, my chances. It, I, I would, too. Mm-hmm. But the point being is maybe they're looking at it like we – we're just shuffling deck chairs here. That this really does. This ship's going down. You know, it doesn't matter. We might as well hold on to this one thing. You know what it takes me back to is if you're not doing something like that and you kind of already know what Russ, LeBron, and AD are, then what are you doing? Then aren't you just in neutral? Well, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's a great question. I want to answer that question because I think it's a really good point and it's something that we really haven't talked about a lot. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You just, I don't know if you did it on purpose or whether you stumbled into it, but I think you asked arguably the most important question of of what we're about to look at. If you can't move Russell Westbrook, if you can't get something that's going to make you a championship contender in the short term, maximize LeBron. Yep. What what are we doing next year? Like what, what, what is the season going to amount to if, because if you just kind of run it back similar to what we saw, you're Ninety nine percent unlikely you get the AD same result. Seventy games. Okay. Yeah, they'll be. They won't lose sixteen more times than they win. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I don't know if he does play sixty five or seventy games. I don't know if they're better than some of these other teams we've seen because we saw it. It really didn't look like that. LeBron's a year older. He's a year older. Mm-hmm. Russ is a bad fit. Maybe in your world it comes together. But I, I think the idea of hey, listen. We do have a year where we're stuck in neutral. We do have a year, and, and I know nobody wants to do it. This isn't, and you a, can't afford it. Like you don't have that. But you, can you? You might not have any choice. That's the point. It's nobody wants to do it. Nobody says, "All right, you know, 2023, we're just going to park the car in the garage and and we're going to tap out of this race." But that might be what it is. That because if they don't make a move and it goes like it did last year, not totally out of the question, it's exactly what it's going to be. It's it's really really difficult. This is why I mean I was mentioning this yesterday on Lakers talk that it's very difficult for me to think that this squad, the organization, and you're right, they might not have a choice here, but that they're punting on a year. Let me give you an example of a punt. Let me give you the Denver Nuggets can punt 
for a year, knowing that, guys, we got to get our crew back. Let's do the best we can. The Clippers, they could punt on a year because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, eventually, you think, hopefully, they're going to be healthy. Certain franchises can punt on a year. The Golden State Warriors, because of health issues, punted for a couple of years. And what did they do? They just went out there, kept drafting, developing players the whole time. Lakers have been all in for four years. You can't punt when you're all in. See what I'm saying? That there's how do you okay, put it this way. How do you punt when you're all in? Because an, another That's a better year, question. Another year, it's not just even the LeBron piece, even though the LeBron piece is the most critical piece of it. So let's say we fast forward a year from now and Russ is off your books. So is the idea Russ played the entire season, Lakers didn't win a championship, maybe potentially didn't even compete for a championship, and but now Russ is off your books. Is it we're going to go take that money and go spend that money on whoever the hell it is we want based on mm-hmm. free agency? Next season will be the year mm-hmm. that we have a shot. Is that is that the thought? I, I, yeah, I think so. It, it, because it, when you said, you know, can they punt or how do you punt, can you punt, it, it put a smile on my face because basically what they're looking at, it's it's fourth and 75, and they're on their own 25-yard line. And, I mean, you, you can go for it if you want. Good luck. You know, hey, if everything works out, maybe we can run this in for a touchdown. Or, hey, listen, instead of getting my guys battered and beaten and, and just humiliated, let's just let's just punt this ball. The game's over. Let's just let's just punt it away. It's not it's not a good result. We're gonna give the ball right back. They're gonna go score again. But at least you're not just praying for this thing that's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's I I, I just even if you even if you have a little bit of hope, I just don't think that they're gonna do if if what they're trying but to sell, what, if what they're trying to sell is this, you know what? We're just going to hold on to Russ because we don't want to give up another asset. You're not buying I'm it. Still all, not are buying you? it. No. Now my, I'm listen, starting to. I'm not going to. I really am. It might happen because because it's for, not coming from them that but, you're hearing. But it. for all you know, for all you know, the Lakers could have had interest in giving up a pick, and other teams are still saying, "Yeah, we're not taking him. We 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 just don't have interest." They yeah. could just not have a. Even if they really wanted to, and there was draft compensation, there could potentially be a team out there that says, we just don't have interest. So it could potentially be out of their hands. Jacob in the OC has a late ask Slee. Are you ready? What do you got? What were your top three cereals when you were 12 years old? Uh, Fruit Loops. Good choice. Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, is that it? I loved Honey Nut Cheerios. That's actually not a terrible choice. No, it's good. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, it's because... You haven't. You remember this as a kid. You go to the store right with your mom, one. yeah, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I could talk my mom into some Fruit Loops. Yeah, and she's no, 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 no. Get the Corn Flakes, right? She, I was just going to say, Honey Nut Cheerios was an automatic yes. That was a, that was a good choice. You didn't have to get a special waiver from mom. To Frosted get the honey- Flakes was always on there. Oh, for sure. Frosted Flakes was on there. That's probably the three. What was the other one? I'm trying to think here. Oh, Rice Krispies. Those, but again, that's that's not like a super fancy sugary one. That's just a normal. We would one. add sugar in there too. Yeah, oh, that's different. That's not good. Yeah, no, no Lucky Charms or Honey Smacks? anything like that. Lucky Hun- Charms, oh, I didn't yeah. really care. Honey Smacks are great. Those uh, are good. I'm with you on that. What was the other one I'm trying to think of here? No, those are those were the ones that were always at Honeycombs, Lee. Honeycombs are good. <laughs> Honeycombs cinnamon are Toast good. Crunch. Hun- uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch is. I is... didn't do enough damage with Cinnamon Toast Crunch as I, a kid. I did more damage growing up than I did. My kids tear through boxes of that stuff. I can't do cinnamon, so it's not really my jam. But Honeycomb was like eating razor blades. 
they, they those honeycomb pieces mm-hmm. were hard as as nails. Oh, kicks! And they had ki- kicks. Kicks are for kids. <laughs> Ow! Yes. Rice Krispies and Tricks. kicks. Tricks, tricks is a different one. Tricks is better. You know what it was? That's what it was. It was this. You'd get the small the variety boxes. pack. Yeah. Oh, I liked kicks. kicks. I didn't like kicks. They're no. <laughs> you. I, I feel like Jacks. we've been over this a million times. Like special treats, not what you would eat if you were starving on a desert island. But the special thing you could have if your mom said you get one box or whatever you want. You're not picking kicks. Nobody picks kicks. Kicks is pretty lame. Yeah. Kicks was always at the house. <laughs> That's the point. It was, it was always, always at the house. house. It's like What's honey nut Cheerios. Honey yeah. nut Cheerios isn't wonderful. Give me it's the just wheat there. bread. I'll take them. You can get whatever you want. Yeah. Dave's Dave's yeah. Wonder Bread. <laughs> What's that called? With Frosted Dave's? Flakes, Fruit Loops. Those are probably yes. the the top two. She may have nailed the third one. What's the third one? The Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks. Those things. They also changed the name at some point, which is Frosted they flakes. used to be sugar and then they became yeah, sugar smacks and honey so smacks. So much sugar on it. Like, oh. Just add a little bit on there. You could put a little bit more on there. That milk at the end of the time when you were done with the frost sugar. It was like a milkshake. It was cocoa the, puffs too. It was the sweet. Of that cocoa was, puffs that's a good, good choice yeah, too. That's just milk. cocoa crispies. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Did you actually ever guys have the uh, cookie crisps? Essentially, it is just cookies. And then you, <laughs> a bowl of small in, cookies. Yeah, small cookies. They would sometimes in the mailbox. They just have those mini boxes, remember? Yeah. Just random. We go to the hotels, you get those, too, on the little, on the little shelf. How many of those are you taking down? You're doing one? As a kid? Nah, both. As a kid, Two no. is good. Yeah, Two is enough. How about this for your uh, Top Gun name? The Slee Stack. That's from That's not Adrian. Not, yeah, bad. not bad. But it would have to just be your face followed by stack. <laughs> you couldn't spell out Slee Stack. It would just be Slee Stack. I think that's a good yeah, way to do that's it. that's a good way to put it. Are you back in on movies? Am I back in? What do you mean? Oh, we're going to movie theaters? Yeah. Did it kind of reignite your interest in going to the yeah, movies? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'll be honest. So we were talking about this. We both saw Top Gun over the weekend. Um, 100%. And I was, I liked, I really do enjoy it. I think that's one of the best things to do when you just go, you and your girl, whatever the case is, just go watch a movie. I, I love the whole process of it. Obviously, COVID, not a lot of people were going. I really enjoyed going back to the theater. I and I, but this is the second or third movie I've seen so far. It's the second one I've seen since the movie yep. theaters reopened, for lack yep. of a, a better. And I, the first one was yeah, and it was I, I picked the wrong movie. It's a movie that didn't hit me right, mm-hmm. and and this one kind of brings me back in. I'm I like, like being I, I, I'd forgotten how much fun that can be if you get something that you're super into, the, and especially you get a couple of beers or a couple of cocktails or whatever you want, and you have something totally mindless like Top Gun. That's a great day. That is a great day. Dan Wynn, Wojbaum, and Asada only on Travis and Sliwa. That's that's good. I feel like we would make good. a good fighter pilot team. Do you want to drive or do you want to be the one that says uh, they're behind us? You should probably drive. I don't feel like that would be my strength. <laughs> I don't feel like me being in the front of the plane, you know, whoa, a little high. I feel like, hey, we're like more than 100 feet off the ground. Let's let's set this thing the down. The reason why you shouldn't be in the front of the plane, I, I like feel like you'd have, your eyes, you'd have your eyes shut the entire time. You're just like instrumentation. I can't, I, can't do this. I can't do this. Go slower. Would Go you slower. do that ride? Like, uh, there's. I thought of, actually that's funny. Like I thought about jet? that. Yeah. yeah, like you know, sometimes they'll take people up. I think you have to. Like, if somebody asked right. you, I think you have to. Like, that would be such a freaking unique experience. You know, it's crazy. A lot of Top Gun there would be like Miramar, California. Yeah. I'm like, what the it's hell? Right down this the street from you. Yeah. yeah, this is all in SD. I would be terrified. Like, I I, I can't. Not would you just, do it. I think for the reason I, you you have said, to. I would have to. Like if somebody said, hey, we're going to take you up in a 
F-15 or whatever. I, forgive me. I don't know the names of the planes. But we're going to take you up in one of those planes for Top Gun. And we're just going to do some really chill maneuvering. We're not going to do the, the bombing run in the movie. We're just going to kind of take it. You'd have to. And I don't think I'd enjoy it for a single second. I think I would be so petrified have you ever of what done, was happening. Have you ever done one of those, like, helicopter tours? No, I've never been those? on a that helicopter. They have that, like, in Grand Canyon or they'll have that in. I, I did one of those in Hawaii. And, bro. They and this is somebody that's okay with flying. I mean, I could get in my own head. They're going through like you know, you got these mountains, and they're kind of going through, and just the way you kind of start feeling a little sick by it. Of course, in a helicopter, it's completely different. Um, I can only imagine a freaking fighter jet. But you'd have to say yes. Spinning upside down. I think you, you got to say yes. You, would you ever do the race car thing? I would eject. Take you? I would eject. <laughs> if things don't I'm done, go I'm well, done. Just I'm, grab the handles. I'm hoping that in this situation, yeah, well, they don't, yeah, they well, don't not, give you access to the yeah. eject handle. So I had a, so when this I, is going too fast. Hey, this right here, this red button, this is if you feel like it's getting a little out of hand, just press that button, the canopy will shoot Where's off. Where's Sliwa? Chula Vista. <laughs> He just in, in Mexico. In. He's in Mexicali. He, he, we have to. Now we've created an international the incident. Mexican military <laughs> is wondering why we in, we have an inbound Sliwa right over uh, El Centro <laughs> coming in hot. Looks like it's in the shape of a Sliwa. It's coming in low and steady. I think this is a good idea. So I think one, we should do it. One of my best friends in college, her dad was a pilot. So he flew for a commercial airline, and he built a plane in his spare time. And so. Sure. When yeah, he sure. came for parents' weekend, he was like, "Oh, my friend was like, oh, you want to ride with my dad?" Like they flew no. the plane from New Jersey to here, and I was like, "Of course, I'm going to try to do it." It was scary. I'm like, but also, it's like he built it with his hands. That yeah, scares me. That's the part. Not that look. If if you if he In said his to me, spare time, my dad flies for Delta, and he has a plane that he purchased from a plane manufacturer. Sure, let's go up. If he said, my dad flies for Delta, and, you know, he built this thing He's in the garage. He's been getting pieces from junkyards for the past 16 years. He flies it across the country. <laughs> that sounds Damn. uh Do we lose our cereal guy, Emily? Did he hang up on us? That's unfortunate. Somebody wanted to weigh in on our cereal conversation. There is, how funny is that? It's like, what do you do in your spare time? I don't know, I go for a walk. <laughs> I eat. This guy built a plane. Where do you buy Where the you metal to build a plane? Where do you, I mean, do, do they have a plane aisle at Home Depot? Where do you keep your fuselages? I need Amazon. <laughs> Everything I, comes from Croatia. I need a fuselage and a couple of tail rotors. Where do you? It just sounds like a terrible idea. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Thomas? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just have a quick call sign for uh, Lee. Uh, we're gonna go with kicks. Appreciate you guys. Kicks. Not bad. Yeah, kicks. Not bad. That, that's appropriate. Kicks. Kicks are so under, uninspiring. Why do you hate them? I don't. It's just not that good. It's like eating a. It's like eating a, a corn pops or something. Yeah, it's like cocoa puffs without the it's chocolate. Without which the sucks. chocolate. It's just. Oh, no. It's. I, I'm trying. Like to, kicks. You know what it is? It's the dry turkey sandwich of cereals. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Don't eat kicks. Yeah, then we gotta. We gotta find a way to have you just, understand the difference between surviving and enjoying. Just don't eat it then. <laughs> It's Travis Lee, 710 GSPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. As always, the serial conversation is is a winner. People want to weigh in on this. People want no to kicks. weigh in on no kicks. You know, I think everybody's in agreement with that. Almost everybody. There's one guy I know that's, I'll take the kicks. That's how it works. Let's go to Santa Barbara first and uh, check in with Robert. Robert, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, so a friend of mine was a videographer for the Navy, and he used to sit in the backseat of one of those jets. And every once in a while, the guys would say to him, hey, pump up your suit. They would have a missile that would go errant, and those guys would follow that rattle missile that would jog left, right, up, down, sideways, everywhere. And my friend would have his face pinned to the glass, <laughs> couldn't even pull it off. And so we would go to Magic Mountain or one of those places and ride the, the rides where you drop and you pull like a G or two. Uh-huh. And he would be yawning because it was nothing. When you know the guy says, pump up your suit, they're going to do Mach 2 and 7 Gs. And just, you know, upside down and inverted and, you know, going everywhere that missile's going out of control. So just to give you a little perspective, thought I'd call can in. He take, Thank uh, you, Robert. Can he take Travis for, uh, <laughs> for a ride out there? Did, well, did, you just got to make sure you bring the bag that your food's going to go in when you're halfway through the ride. Yeah, I've heard that. I, uh, Rick Riley wrote for Sports Illustrated for a long time, wrote a very funny column about riding in the back of that thing. And somebody asked him, you know, he asked what he should eat before he gets on the on the plane. They're like, nothing. And you know, the guy said, bananas. And he goes, oh, okay, why, why bananas? And he said, because they taste the same coming up as they do going down. <laughs> and then, like, pretty makes good sense. advice. Yeah, it makes Soft. Sense. You don't have to worry about lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably would be down the list of broccoli things. and cheese hot pockets. Pump Have up your three suit. of those, three of those every time. Pump up your suit. That sounds terrible. Why do I want to well, pump up my suit? That's real. just how about you land the plane and then you go chase the that's missile? That's real deal. Not doing that. Venice and John. John, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey guys. Uh, regarding the cereal, fun fact: the nutrition label on Cookie Crisp is. More nutritious than Honey Nut Cheerios. So if I'm a kid out there, tell your mom, hey, Cookie Crisp, check the label. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you, John. They get, well, honey is just code for this is really super sweet. It's because you, it doesn't, like Emily was saying, sugar smacks were sugar smacks, and then we realized, oh, sugar's bad for you, so, so just honey smacks. All right, yeah, right, honey <laughs> well, on just, there. It's, it's good just to go. the same thing. We're still soaking them in sugar lacquer. We're just calling it a different thing. Man, I don't think I'm I've sold you. To, you still want kicks. I'm starting to look here. Fruity Pebbles back in the day. Those are good. 
Those are damn good. Yeah, that's just yeah, a lot of these I forgot, by the way. Fruity Pebbles is the same thing as uh, Fruit Loops, just in flake form instead yeah. of rings. Yeah, right? and they also have like Cocoa Pebbles, too, which is same the same thing, thing but Reese's it's as Cocoa Puffs, but yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. That's just straight chocolate. Yeah. Well, it's got a peanut butter if it's Reese's, right? It's Actually, no, it's peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. They, they the, yeah. It's, it's the same thing as Cocoa Puffs, but it's chocolate and peanut butter. Let's go to Calabasas and AJ. AJ, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, fellas? Hey. AJ lost me there, but uh, <laughs> um, I I'm really into March Madness, and every year to kind of kick off March Madness, I do like a random 62 item tournament. And this past year, I did a cereal tournament of what's the best cereal, and got you know friends, family, social media to vote. That's a good idea. And the top four, yeah, the top four were um, Cocoa Puffs, um, Fruit Loops. Um, Frosted Flakes and Lucky Charms, and the one that ended up going to win was Lucky Charms. So really, to me, that's uh, that's a specialty treat. Well, so, AJ's the only one that's done like some market research. He <laughs> opened it up to friends and family and had a little vote. We off. took a survey in a panel of one thousand. The 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 Lucky Charms. I know that that's kind of you know they're magically delicious and blue clovers and green diamonds or whatever whatever they were. The marshmallows in yeah, that I'm thing okay, are really okay gross, crunchy. Yeah, yeah I'm they're okay hard, and they get into your teeth and stuff. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And then the grainy other part of it is just too bland. Yeah. There's nothing good about it. No, I I, I could get that out of here. it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more here. Let's go Miss to me with that and get the out of here. People, okay. People like to talk about cereal, Al. We get one late Ask Slee, and everybody wants That's to it. break down the entire cereal, Al. Uh, Jawa, I think I have that right, in Santa Ana. Jawa, you're on with Trav and Slee. I'm going the opposite way with rather than the best, the worst, and I would have to say it's grape nuts. It's disgusting. Well, it's a bowl of gravel. That's, That's exactly it. And then like if kicks? you let it soak in the milk, it's paste. <laughs> you're right. So if, Take a bowl of that. It's it, there has what is that, that is I kind don't of know. funny. That, I, I don't know what it I is. I feel like it, that is used to pave a sand driveway. your car <laughs> when, at sandpaper. You, you load it into that machine before you sandblast the paint off your car. You fill it up with grape nuts. That's how that's how that works. It it has that moment out mm-hmm. that you put those grape nuts in the bowl and they're razor sharp little bits of gravel. Yep. Put the milk on it. If you let it sit there for. I don't know what exactly it is. Probably like 38 and a half seconds. It's perfect. But at 42 seconds, it's inedible paste. Then <laughs> all of a sudden. I was going to say, you have to soften it up. You can't, you can't let it, it be. But it turns into like know, wallpaper mush. paste. It's so gross how quickly that thing that And the thing milk just over. is gone. The it, milk it doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> I'm going to go fix some holes in my wall. Go get the box of grape nuts. The Travis Lee Show brought to you by Grape Nuts. El Monte and Chris. What's going on, Chris? You're on with Travis Lee. Hey, how's it going? First time caller. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Hey, I was just saying, I thought a funny uh, call sign for Sliwa would be Sunset or Sliwa at Sunset. Sliwa at Sunset. I'm, I, I Forgive me. I don't get it. What am I missing? So when I was doing the show 630 to 9. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, in yeah, the yeah. days. I like I, I like Air Woj better. Oh no, the Air Woj, yeah. and there's actually photos of them. That that one's the best one by far. Do you, Do you have any Photoshop skills at all? Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't. You know what it is? I just don't I don't do it. So can you do it? Yeah, I'm sure we can. We just don't 
actually make the time to do it. <laughs> it's great. It's got it's got the Air Jordan logo, only it's got a phone in his hand except for a basketball, and it's a Woj face. How, how fast do – what was it, the moving company yesterday, right? The moving company uh-huh. yesterday. You had, Motorcycle. Uh, we rode motorcycles together. Top Gun. And how quick do they just pump these out? Ooh, see now now we're getting we're getting some problem solvers here. Let's go to La Jolla this time and skip skip your own Travis Lee. Hey, how's it going? Uh, go Dubs. Anyways, my cereal is um, Captain Crunch with chocolate milk. I mean, sure. I I, I, do, I won't say no to that. No, well, the only thing with Captain Crunch is. Is, might have to have. Uh, when was the last time you had a bowl of Captain Crunch? Years ago. Long time yeah, ago, right? Ago. I, I had it Thursday. <laughs> I've probably had it in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. There, a box made its way into the house. It's like chewing on razor blades. It's delicious, but those pieces are so hard, so crunchy, and and they have like this seam that goes around the side. Whatever the Captain Crunch factory has, you know, like when you 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 make something, it always has that little seam where you push two pieces together. That's made out of titanium, and it just makes these little cuts in all over your mouth. It's still so funny to me what you said about grape nuts. From 38 <laughs> seconds to 42 is its prime. Yeah, you got to eat it fast. You got to be three, two, one. It's done. It's go, done. go, 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 the go, milk? go. The milk go. Stop eating. <laughs> okay, that's it. It's now it's now wallpaper spackle. You can't do it. Ooh, Slee, you're going to win on this one. Okay. Art in Rancho Cucamonga. Art, you're on with Trav and Slee. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Question, when you eat your toma, are you going to put yogurt on it? Uh, I will not. I will not put yogurt on it. I don't, I don't understand the question, Al. Take me through this. Um, that's not actually, that's not too common. Okay. Maybe for cold dolma, I could see that, but I don't think for warm dolma. So how did this, it, it, you mentioned in grape leaves. Yep. Okay. It comes hot or warm? Hot. Hot. No, this is, the, and I even asked, I had to kind of go through this with Muhammad. I'm with Muhammad just to make sure here, this is going to be hot, right? Okay. Because they have cold dolma. I want him. You want hot. Yeah, this you think just, I'll like hot more? No, it's just I think that's more Authentic? traditional from okay. where I'm from. Okay, right. So it, you have cold doma as well, but hot doma. We we don't serve it's like cold you doma. dip it in yogurt. Is that a thing that people do? I think that is exactly what he's referring to. It comes out more like the Greek doma that comes out cold. I think comes out more as like an appetizer. Okay, and oh, yogurt, am I eating this with like a knife that. and a fork? I'm picturing like finger foods, like egg rolls almost. No, you're you're using a fork. Okay. Because it's too hot or it's too big or take me through it. Um, no, What's it? How big is it's it? It's the type. It's a type of food that you would use a fork. Just simple as that. Because you're going to have some other items that are part of the dolma as well. Dolma's got rice, beef, all that stuff, but the actual grape leaf and everything else coming in a hot pot. You're, you're going to be using a fork. I'm in. Pico Rivera and Michael. Michael, you're on with Trav and Sleep. Uh, Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. And we got backup. We got Pomona and Isaac. Isaac, you are on with Travis and Sleep. Gentlemen, what's going on? Yo. So, okay, the one part that I think we're missing is the whole aftertaste with the with the milk. Fruity Pebbles, it, it what it gives you is the best tasting milk ever, and I think that's one one of the reasons why I love Fruity Pebbles. Are you a are you Trav? You put in the cereal in, then you got the milk. Are you always putting? I always probably put a little extra milk. Knowing that I'm going back to uh, adding more cereal yeah, later, I'm adding more cereal. Yeah, I never get that mix perfect, but 
but I want it that way on purpose because I want to add, add more cereal. I'm to going it. by memory on like 98% of this stuff because I haven't had a bowl of cereal and I don't know how long. But the, the milk residue is terribly important. Is it chocolatey? Is it fruity? Is it is it have little bits of this? Because that, that grape nut residue, nobody needs that. If the, there's extra milk, I put it actually back inside the <laughs> milk cart. Get the funnel out, pour it back in there. Why not is wasting there, anything. Why are there raisins in this gallon of milk? I didn't finish my razor brand. I just decided to pour it back not in wasting there. Anything. One thing one thing too, I go to this um there's this restaurant near me uh here in Highland Park and they have cold brew, but it's served with like cereal milk. So they have like cereal they've already like put in the milk and they take the cereal out. Essentially they just have the sugary oh. milk left. So it actually tastes really good. But why not just put a little sugar in your coffee? I don't know. It tastes it tastes like fruity pebbles or it tastes like oh, cho- it's, cocoa it's pebbles. Oh, it's flavored with specific cereals. Right, exactly. It's actually pretty good. I'll take a uh, double latte with a sidecar account chocula. <laughs> I mean, what, hey, what, 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 what are we doing here? The dump is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is kind of interesting, Slee. Netflix is going to stop greenlighting, quote, expensive vanity projects, close quote, such as The Irishman. Isn't that what Netflix is here for? To Seinfeld reruns in movies that, you know, might not get made by traditional studios. Uh, maybe that was the business plan. Things getting a little more expensive. Consumers dropping out of Netflix. Prices kind of going up a little bit. Their game plan's changing a little bit. You got to pay eight dollars for a gallon of gas. Maybe you got to cut back on the Netflix. No, that's literally I mean what's that, that could be it, right? The ten. What is it right now? How much is it right now a month? Netflix. I want to say seventeen twenty. I guess it's, it's just below twenty. Okay, I, I don't I, pay for it. My parents do. I, I kind of go. Oh, you got to stop doing that. Um, there, there, there's that number, right? That it's less than twenty. And then it's more than twenty, and then it's more than twenty, but less than and thirty. It depends what it is. It. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to lie. One of the things that Amazon and Netflix are so fun is that you can sample these movies that maybe you wouldn't watch. I'm not going to go see The Irishman in a theater. It looked bad, but I'm going to turn it on and, and flip through it a little bit to see if it kind of catches my fancy. That's the nice part about Netflix. I kind of fell Amazon into too. this. I fell into this too. Remember how you were, we were talking about this in the beginning? Don't start previewing something. Give my remote a second. Give it a second. <laughs> Give it a second. Let me just look at the screen without previewing something. How often kinda, do you go in? Rope in. I, there, there, what was it? There was something the other day that started playing, and I watched it. Not the whole thing, but it, it, it was good enough that it grabbed my. I'm gonna. I should turn on Netflix right now and see if it pops. Isn't up Isn't that again. how you watched? Started watching Fast and the Furious. Not Fast and Furious. Yes, uh, Drive to Survive. It was that, that it popped up, and this was four or five years ago. But I'm like, wow, Monte Carlo's pretty. And that bitching. got you. Look, wow, where are they now? They're in Melbourne right now? Wait, they're in Sao Paulo? I, I got to see. Okay, let's go. And then I'm in. And now you know I'm in what F1 sort fan. of gets me on one of those if I have some interest? And it's some dude who's going to be in Spain. 
and it's all about food, and it's going to different places. Like, if one of those start, they, they might get me on that. On this day in 1994, Reggie Miller dropped 25 in the fourth quarter, and he, of course, hit Spike Lee with the famous choke gesture. Uh, game five of the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I don't know why I think of it. When I think of that, the first thing I think of is the 30 for 30. Because I think it was one of the very first 30 for 30s. Yeah, I don't think right. it was the number. Maybe it was number one. But I remember watching that and reliving it all over again and thinking, A, amazing. And B, this 30 for 30 thing is really fantastic. You know what's cool about that, too? It's it's not one. The Knicks and the Pacers had their own little thing going. But that's not a well-known thing. As in, the Knicks didn't win a championship. The Pacers didn't win a championship. But it was more about those two squads, the storyline of Spike Lee sitting front row and running his mouth, and New York City is upset at him because they feel like he's given Reggie a little bit extra juice. Right. Reggie's staring at him at a time where the Knicks looked like they had the game won. There was, there was, see what I'm saying? That it's not just about winning and losing. It's not just about, there's certain storylines that make the 30 for 30 something, and to think that, hey, this will be entertaining, I, I thought that was a unique story. Reggie Miller has to be on a pretty short list of guys that missed their era by one generation. That if Reg if Reggie Miller showed up in the NBA right now, can you imagine the amount of damage that that guy could have done? Because he did a ton of damage before guys were shooting 12, 13 threes Moves a game. without the ball. Endless motion. Shoots, hits, hits lights out. footers. Lights out. Fearless. And now all of a sudden you're giving him a green light from 35 feet? And he was in the arrow with all the bigs. Yeah. Yeah, he right. would have been absolutely remarkable in that. Plus, you start thinking about what you were talking about. You have a team like the Knicks, and the and the Knicks because it's New York City kind of add an element to this, but do we have one of those matchups in the NBA right now where you know that this player and that team, oil and water, there's going to be heat, there's going to be conflict, or a fan? It feels like it's pretty tame across the let's, board. Let's try to think. Is there – do the Warriors have a rival? No. I don't think they do. No. Does anyone in do the, the East? Do the, do the, Bucks do the and Bucks? Boston's a good matchup. They're, That's it's not a, a rival. It's a great game. It's not a rival. No. There, there's Lakers no, have no – there's no rivalry right you, now. And Magic, I should say, uh, Michael kind of had one with a million different guys, right? Yep. First it's with the Lakers, and then it's with the Pistons, and then it's with the Celtics, and it was just Jordan being Jordan all these weeks. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like that anymore. Where'd it go? Even LeBron. Like, people root against LeBron, but it's not unique to one you know city or one team. It has – it kind of started going away from teams. It started going into players. You got this player going up against that player. Very rarely are you seeing these rivalries. Maybe I'm wrong in the NBA, but I, I don't – because they move around so much? Reggie Miller was in one place forever. Right. KD went from the Thunder and taking on the Warriors to I'm just going to join the Warriors. Okay, well, that was over. Yeah, maybe maybe that is maybe it, that has more to do with it. Stranger Things, Emily, oh, for li live up to the hype. Oh yeah! Did you finish it? I so I got twenty minutes into the final episode of this first part, uh, episode seven, and I was starting to nod off, so I couldn't. I didn't want to fall asleep while watching it. Me and Greg had a full debrief of what I've already talked about um, today. So super final episode, about buck forty five. That's okay. It's incredible. It's but so great these are show. a lot of episodes. Each episode is thirty million dollars. Each episode costs oh thirty million dollars. How many episodes are there? There are nine in this season. Seven that has been released so far. Are you? Are you mad? That's factual. 
That seems no, really high. Somebody needs to check her math. That seems thirty very million high. times. What did you say? How many episodes? Seven? Nine. You Nine, think they have a yeah. two hundred and ten million Maverick dollar budget? Maverick made two hundred million over the weekend. That seems high. What is the actual budget for Stranger Things? Well, she nine times three is two seventy. It can't be right. two hundred and seventy million dollars. No way. We're, we're, if yeah, it is, I need to go back and rewatch it. Scouts. I feel like I'm missing an opportunity yeah. here. You, you should go back Stranger and watch Things it. It's guy? incredible. I tried season one. I actually liked season one. I thought it was fun. I felt like it was kind of like a Spielberg summer blockbustery kind of thing. Uh, then I just lost track. So everyone, I know, I never found out what happened in the Upside Down. I'm sure it's still there. Here, here's the deal. It yeah. is. It's set when I was a kid. Like yeah. this is the sweet spot. The references, the music, the games, all those things. I was bored out of my mind after yeah. a couple episodes. It didn't grab me at all. Should I, re- should I retry? Should I retry? be bored out of your mind just, watching Stranger Things? It, it is so exciting. It um, wasn't to me. There's it, a demogorgon that's coming to get you. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I don't know what that is, but I don't. I, it it just didn't grab. I understand. There's old generation people. Sure. Who, excellent. Sure. Fantastic. I seriously doubt they're spending two hundred seventy million dollars <laughs> on it. But uh, but I know people are digging it. Slee never it's grabbed right. you. I actually, I'm I'm with Mace. I did watch the first season. I haven't seen anything. The whole after season, that. yeah, the whole season. Remember, and she had the superpowers, and you know, everybody was trying yeah, to chase her. It was her interesting. Around. I got to that. that was Brown. I got to that. Interesting. Part. Yeah, you guys liked it so much that you never went back. Yeah, According went back. to a new report from the Wall Street Journal, Stranger Things is one of the streaming giants' biggest budget shows, and the new season had a per episode cost of thirty million. No. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to wow. make that up. It's a crazy number. But yeah, when you see the special effects, it's so line. clear. Because Gosh. there's this one scene where she's, it's just all, oh, it's so good. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. TV show. It's the Why are you doubting Emily, by the way? monster well, climbs out she of lying? the tree. Calling you a liar? I know. I'm a liar. liar. I, I stretch the truth. It's <laughs> no, fine. you don't. don't Nobody in radio stretches truth. A fabricator, I would call her. Embellisher? An embellisher. Right? Yes. That's not a bad way to do it. You can embellish. Good story. First Madden video game came out in 1988 today. They have uh, new wow. covers that are coming out for the new today. season. They're right. kind of throwing them back to when he first came out. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. That guy. Do you guys play Madden? Did you ever play? I did not. No? I've tried, and, and I really have because my boys Mad- love to play. Madden I wanted was to play addicting. With them. Back and in the day, I, that was addicting. It's so hard. There's so much going but, on. That's and why getting, you just play people like you and I. But right? I, like, I wouldn't even know how to call a play. <laughs> oh, no, you'd be fine. You, I, did, did you not play video games at all? Not a ton. Maybe a little it. bit. A little bit. I had to go back to the one stick and the, the orange button right, on the side. Right. That was. As I'd run the same play. It went. That's the best. I, I'd draw. Run the same play. We're going to run the draw. Every single time. Never looking for the bad one. Never looking. Anybody had three acts like John Madden? Legendary coach. Yep. Legendary broadcaster. Yeah. Legendary video game producer. Three separate acts. You. Our parents knew John Madden, the coach. We knew John Madden, the yeah. broadcaster, yep. and my kids know John Madden, the video game guy. Three separate things. I, it's really hard to come up with somebody who, you know, like, for example, you know, Vin Scully, who has been, you know, the the love of our sports lives here in Los Angeles, doesn't have that third act, right? Another mm-hmm. generation isn't necessarily, you know, in 20 years and 30 years, people will probably still be playing Madden. Let's go to a little super crosstalk. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256 CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If Bologna grows stronger, so 
Casper Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleeve? Super Crosstalk begin. It's time for Super Crosstalk. Is this the most slee answer ever? When we were talking about our favorite cereals as kids, when your yeah. mom would let you get a little treat, sure. Al's answer, as you could tell, Trav is uh, he's exaggerating a little. He said, "Give me three. I started naming off the three, and then I saw on a list your Kicks was on there. I like Kicks. But why are you checking a list? This is my point. Yeah. Do why people, by the way, like anytime, kicks, anytime somebody is favorites? telling it. Anytime somebody's telling a story about somebody else and the subject of the story jumps in right away and cuts them <laughs> off like Sliwa just did, you know Slee was True. nervous about what you're going to say. So, so what I was getting towards was that, you know, I think we all kind of had a similar experience. Your kid, your mom says, okay, a little special treat. You get a box of bad cereal for you. Like, it's bad for you. Cinnamon right? toast. Great crunch. choice. Yeah. Great choice. Slee's was kicks. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't throw in Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loops or any but of that. But kicks was on the list. It's troublesome. I like and, rice, and rice krispies. Did you like kicks? I did not, not like question. kicks. I did not. I thought, like I thought kicks act. were like very after the fact. Like you got to yes. go to the, you got to go back to like Apple Jacks, Fruit go. Loops, Cocoa Puffs. Those were the ones my dad oh, used Frosted to say, Flakes, Captain Crunch, Peanut yeah. Butter, cr- oh, with Peanut awesome. Butter. Cr- oh. My, my dad would walk Little downstairs and he'd <laughs> say, "You'd be better off eating the box." Yeah, and I'd say that's why they're well. That's grape nuts. That's we've well, we figured out. We did find universal agreement that grape nuts is the worst cereal ever made. Somebody on our show does. Is it Jorge loves? Grape nuts? I think Jorge that's me. Loves grape I had a bo- I had a I had a bowl of grape nuts yesterday, and they, they are, are delicious. For old people. No, Why? they're hey, so old good. People. Are you constipated? Barley What's going no. on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's it's so delicious. Burn, I don't bring care a box in. I'll share it with you. Buddy. Yeah, don't I, worry. see, you love kicks, so I get it. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll we're on the same page here. I love grape nuts. Honestly, it's like seeds. It's like a bowl of. No, he said it best. It's sandpaper. It's like the stuff you put in a sandblaster to get the paint off your car. You're right. You just kind of. You need me to put your Earl Scheibing the inside of your. It absorbs body. the milk like milk never came. It does. It yeah. really does, and that's the best part of it. I think it's a little bit soft. It's great. Yeah. By, by the way, Trav, I don't think anybody else besides you and I know who Earl Scheib is. <laughs> Earl <laughs> Scheib was the auto repair oh, yeah, guy, right? right? They, no, just, no. I'll pay any car is. for yep. twenty nine ninety five. Any car, any color for ninety nine ninety five. Yeah. I'm Earl Scheib. Yeah, he, he was, was on TV here for was he a hundred years. Him and Cal Worthington. There were Those locations were the all through San Diego. Earl Scheib. Yeah, there you go. Back all right. So Ireland, are you bagging out on uh, the big uh, right, country so showcase here's my, tonight? Here's, here's my situation. I want you to tell you guys can weigh in on if I'm handling this correctly or if I'm being overly cautious. So yesterday. I played golf with my friend Glenn, who had spent the weekend at a wedding in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And after the show yesterday, he texted me and told me he had tested positive for COVID. Now, we were in the same cart for three and a half hours, having many conversations and obviously getting in and out of the same cart. I thought to myself, okay, my plan today was to come into work, do this crosstalk with you. I'm not at work. I'm at home today. So I was going to do this cross talk with you and then go to the bar tonight with everybody. And I thought if Taylor didn't have this gig, I could probably get away with coming in. But think of how many people I would take out if I happened to have COVID. I thought about this. Sliwa, Travis, Mason, Ireland, Bergman, Jorge, Emily, Taylor. Dude, you could have absolutely <laughs> decimated the station. Out.